the man with the golden gun. <laughs> I love yeah. that they're, they're all now Baker Street by uh, <laughs> Jerry Rafferty. Because I can't remember how the Skyfall <laughs> song goes now. It's Jerry Rafferty's Baker Street. You've got to Skyfall. It is a bit like that, to be it's fair. Bit, yeah, it's, that is how it goes. It's nothing like that. It's, it's a cute. bit like that. Skyfall's uh, the one with the the unusually high prominence oh, in the no. lyrics of the word crumble. No, Spectre's a bit like that. Spectre is, Spectre is rubbish. Yeah, Skyfall is Adele just rhyming words with Skyfall. Including crumble, which does not yeah, rhyme with Skyfall. Don't crumble. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's Home Alone. Get out your bumble. Bumble. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You're joining us, the classic foursome, in not the fuck bunker, we're in the virtual fuck bunker. Uh, we are, of course, returning after a bit of a sojourn. Uh, we were, uh, unfortunately, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, had to do some things, swinging through some uh, windows, leave milk tray by the side of people's beds. But we are back and we are continuing with our ranking of the Bond films. As you might remember, in a previous episode, if we cut away Russ to that pre-prepared, um, you know, sort of teaser video we did. Yeah, I've, I've set it up so I can, ju- I can just instantly press the button and it'll bring up the bit you're talking about right now. Brilliant. Great. So that's all happening right now. And I'm going to voice over. In the previous episode, we ranked Connery's films and George Lazenby's film, which obviously we all agreed was probably one of the better Bond films. But anyway, we've done that. So if you want to watch that or listen to that, go back and listen to that because that's already and you know it's all great and stuff like that. So we're going to be dealing with the more films before we go on to uh sorry, more films and Dalton films. Before we go on to that, I may, may as well introduce anyone for any first-time listeners, um, but uh, and any first-time streamers as well. Russ, hello. Good evening. We're going breakneck. Duncan. Good, e- good evening, 007. That's what they were saying. Isn't <laughs> yeah, it? They do. Uh D, hello. Which that Hello, Mish Money Penny. Yeah, Duncan. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> D U. Uh, your your D A. Dan. Okay. Hello, um, Patricia. Daddy want the big breakfast. <laughs> and I am Tom, <laughs> and that one threw me. <laughs> I um, that. Can I can I ask a question, Tom? Why did you do the Char- Charlie's Angels thing at the start of the uh, podcast? <laughs> I was I was being old man Bond, <laughs> crystal meth Santa with a gun. <laughs> Uh, so as i said before thank you very much for joining us uh if you're watching us on the stream hello wave everyone wave that's why they're here okay stop waving if you're listening to us on the podcast thanks very much for listening as well i hope you're enjoying it as much as everyone else who's watching it is not saying how to live your life but if you have eyes use them uh you've got two of them and you've got two ears but you're choosing to use the other two rather than that so that's fine but don't worry about it i'm not gonna tell you how to live your life anyway we are going to be ranking the more films and we're going to be ranking the dalton films we've got several categories so basically we do an overall ranking but before that we rank the gadgets we rank the names we rank the the villain the villain and the music and the music and, and so those by which by which we mean the, the 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 intro song not the score 
absolutely yeah. which means that in the course in the more era we have some absolute corkers on the way some really good cheesy 70s stuff mixed with some quite nice soft rock as well when it sort of dovetailed into the early 80s anyway here we and then go we got moonraker and we got moonraker <laughs> sorry about that but this is that episode uh so no moonraker. Moonraker. don't break the moon it's <laughs> Or with a spoon. crumble. <laughs> yeah, apple crumble. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, where should we start? Well, well, we're, at the, the next, beginning we'll of the, the next era. film. Yeah, so yeah. we're on... Um, Live and Let, let die. die. Live and Let Die. I'm looking at the wrong direction. That's why. That's where I was getting confused. Yeah, we're on Live and Let Die. Uh, according to IMDb, James Bond is sent to stop a diabolically brilliant heroine magnate armed with a complex organisation and a reliable psychic tarot card reader. So this, uh, that's Dr. Kananga, the yeah. heroine magnate, mm-hmm. and uh, Solitaire, is, Solitaire yeah. Yeah, mm. is, the, is the henchman who eventually uh, falls for uh, Roger Moore's safari-suited ways. Mm. Uh, and, and his eyebrows. Uh, and his eyebrows. Well, he's the one that literally disappears off his face. It actually had uh, a lucrative uh, career of its own. It did. Roger Moore's eyebrow, now in Wicked <laughs> on the West End. <laughs> still alive and kicking after after his host has passed sadly that is of course one of the sad things about this actually is we're reading an era of the bond films where unfortunately the actor is no longer with us so that was the same with sean connery well absolutely but we didn't point it out last time because yeah. he will live forever in our minds as the best bond yes it's like the actor is no longer with us or the actor has turned into a cranky tax recluse <laughs> yeah, yeah. right James okay more as well by the way <laughs> oh, Jane Seymour. Yeah. Um, mm. Marvellous. Right. So, no further ado, Live and Let Die. Yeah. I love this film. I think Moore's debut was cracking. Absolutely cracking. I, I think there is something to be said for every single first film by a new Bond actor is good. And I think yeah. we'll find out yeah, as I think we they, go on. They did, I think it's, it's always like a there's a lot of effort goes into those ones in particular mm. to sort of get them established. Yeah, I agree. Do we quickly... However, the campness through... comes through in yeah. this one and you realise they might be going down the camp route because with the... Some of the cars were brilliant because they had some nice American muscle cars in it. Mm. And especially the ramp where you go, goes, oh, you're not thinking of doing that. And he goes, yes, I... It wasn't Live and Let Die, wasn't it? Does the... Whoop, it's been, oh no, it's not. It's in the end. No, it's that man with the golden gun. Shit. <laughs> do they do they they do a jump in it as well? I think it's the confidence in our convictions that people love about us the most. <laughs> I always thought it was living that time. Now questioning myself, which is terrible. We do well, we never. do have to mention the fact that uh, Yathakoto hated playing Kananga for obvious reasons as well. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some uh, sort of sensitivities missing in this mm. film, and it would not be made the way it was no. today. No, no. In fact, it's probably something you can say about pretty much all, pretty of much all of them. Yeah. Films. Oh, um, to, the, the only thing, the only real saying goes is compared to the books, this is absolutely woke. <laughs> yeah. Where the book of Living Let is is it uh, is, is it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's really racist. Yeah. It's really bad. It's uh yeah it's um yeah <laughs> yeah I mean yeah Lee said about it the better to be honest it's yeah. very yeah I mean but that's the point isn't it I, I guess that's the you know 
people always you know say that there is the renaissance but i think we're we're always going through a period of renaissance where we reevaluate you know what is considered okay and what is yeah. considered beyond the pale and all that kind of stuff this, this is definitely one of those ones where if it's shown on telly today it would come up with one of those this was made in a different cultural era notices at the start mm. <laughs> yeah absolutely like every assassin's creed game just you know always has that this was made by multiple they, they kind teams, of preempted so that didn't they they did yeah that, multiple that team screen at the start is basically like don't at us bro yeah we, we've we're very diverse you know we've got got everything got everyone um yeah uh cars wise actually duncan just probably dovetailing back this one was very chevrolet heavy had a chevrolet impala which is badass um uh which was the convertible in monique they've got the chevrolet chevelle the chevrolet nova but they also had a Cadillac Fleetwood, which was Kananga's car. And they had the Corvado, which is a combination, it says here, a Chevy Corvette and a Cadillac Eldorado, which was custom made actually, mm. by Dunham Coaches. Um, it was driven by <coughs> Kananga's henchman called Whisper, who fires the <coughs> poison dart at Bond uh, into the side of Bond's taxi. So that's pretty cool. Um, and cool. In terms of gadgets as well, we've got some fun gadgets. This is where the fun gadgets really start, isn't it? Isn't, isn't this the one where he's got like one of the world's first LED watches, digital watches? Uh, yes, I think it's so. It's a magnetic watch. Yeah. Yeah. But this, is, this is about when a, a digital watch was a serious luxury investment. The Rolex Submariner. Is that the one? No, so early that's on, early like on the film, proper. Bond is seen using a Pulsar digital watch, which only that's entered it. distribution it as recently as 1972. It has an LED display, which was activated by pushing a button on the side. It was like the first Apple watches. You could only tell the time when you pressed a button on it, and the battery lasted about five minutes. But it also they were a... quite incredibly expensive. They... Modern technology, eh? Mm. So, so yeah. on, on, on my in-depth research notes that I've got here... Um, they, it, it is also one that I must have must have influenced my life, which is another page, uh, part of my autobiography, which is he, though not really a gadget, he does do the flamethrower with the hairspray, like the cigar lighter and flamethrower to <laughs> was it defeat a centipede, isn't it? Or something? We have yeah, something in, like that. in terms. Of- oh yeah, he's got oh, that. Is a horrible scene that with the the centipede like crawling up him. Mm. In in terms of gadgets as well, we've got yeah the Rolex Submariner. Uh, especially yeah, modified classic, submariner has a, a powerful electromagnet that in theory can even deflect bullets uh bullshit mate or, <laughs> or used to um, side mirror dart um, gun which we've already mentioned yeah what the felix side mirror dart gun the felix lighter which i quite enjoy um radio transmitter receiver disguised as a car cigarette lighter it's pretty uh, good gadgets to be yeah. honest tee he's mechanical arm which contains a strong claw capable of crushing and cutting through objects yeah yeah uh, clothing brush communicator, flute communicator, and a shotgun. Uh, so, yeah. Yes, I mean that is that's that's quite a yeah loud and proud. There we are, all of mm. them. Um, so, at the risk of us falling into the same trap we fell into last time, which was spending a lot of time on the first film and then rushing through the rest, <laughs> why don't we rank this one now? <clears throat> okay, so, can we all remember the rules? I can. No yes. getting your willy out on camera. No one has ever said don't do that. I mean, That's don't. True. don't. No, don't. Yeah. Don't. YouTube's family-friendly policies will be <clears throat> contravened immediately. All right, anyway, let's go. Dan, go on, hit this. You're in charge. Let's go. Okay, so should we do... Um... Let's start with villain, then. 
Okay. Mm. Yeah, I like Kananga, so I'm going to give him a seven. Oh, it's out of five. So it's out of all five. I'm going to give him five. I'm going to give him how much you like the film. I'm going to give him a four. I quite like him. He's getting a three from me. I liked um, him and Baron Samadhi. Yeah, I had to look up his name because he was terrifying because he f- appears at the end laughing. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a four. Quite like the villains; it was good villains. Okay, snap, Russ. Uh, I think I'm gonna go three for the villains just because the the plan isn't. It's it's like to flood the world with cheap heroin or something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's not. There's no. There's no lasers involved. There's no satellites. I want something a bit bigger from my bomb. It just lacks ambition. Oh, you must. You must misremember it. Then it's laser heroin. Actually. Laser heroin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. From space. And it's, and it's yeah. ill-tempered. Ill-tempered. <laughs> um, in ter- uh, yeah. So three. In terms of names, that's. So I'd say four for that because there are some cracking names in there. Sorry. We've got solitaire. Solitaire, yeah. Solitaire TV, you've got Baron Samdi, Baron Samdi, yeah. Kananga. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, uh, so it's getting a four from me. Okay, it's getting a four from me as well. So that's twelve. Duncan, oh uh, yeah, it gets a four. For, I think I actually put three, but I missed. I didn't remember all the names. And you're right, Whisper and Teehee. Yeah, gets four. <laughs> gadgets, like these, pretty heavy for gadgets. Is getting yeah, I'm, I'm going four again. Yeah, just for, for the for the shitty digital watch that everyone yeah. was so impressed by. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give it a three. And the, the cars are excellent. And they're, yeah. they're a nice departure from the normal roster of Bond cars. Yeah. Because it's so yeah. so American, this one. Yeah. I, I think, it, I, I personally, I think it gets better on the gadget and the auto front and that in later films. So I think in order to keep my ranking right, I think it's got to be three. But that's just okay. me. It's just me. Right. I'm, keeping at, me I'm keep, keeping it at three. I like them, but I think... It's another four. That's 14 then. I mean, especially because in... Uh, you know, in this run of films, we're going to have the um, the V8 DBS, like from the 1970s, which is fucking phenomenal. I think one of them has the skis that flips out from the side. So, I mean, that's fucking mm. amazing. Like, that's got to be a four. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Sorry, yeah. I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Sorry. Uh, okay, theme song. I mean, five, five. out of five, man. Four. Really? Yeah. We were lis- oh, I was I'm, listening. I'm to- looking at the wrong wrong film. That's a bad start. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's getting a five from me. <laughs> this, this this might be the best one. Uh, I guess four from me. Yeah, that's nine. You say four or five, Russ? Five. Okay, so it's fourteen. There is, there's a bit in it which is, it's just cheesy, weird. It just doesn't make sense why there is a weird reggae bit. bit well, yeah, kind it's of a breakdown. It, it does. It's the breakdown, and also yeah. it's a it's a very you know, opinion. Considering... It's just yeah. an opinion. No, you're right. Like, what the fuck has Paul McCartney done as a songwriter? Mm. <laughs> well, you mean apart from claim credit for everything good that the Beatles ever did? <laughs> yeah. George Harrison was the better writer, so. Yeah, I mean, I agree. R- Ringo was the best. <laughs> wasn't even the best drummer in the it Beatles. Wasn't even the best drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so 14 so far. Where are you going, Tom? What's that for the theme song? Mm. Uh, five. Five out of five. Oh, so a whopping 19 there. Okay, and how good the film is? And this is out of 10, isn't it? Yes. I'm going to go eight. Ooh. Yeah, I do like this one. I'm going to seven. This, this, is in my top, this is in my top 10. It's an eight for me. Nice. Fine. Cool crocodile scene. Yeah. I mean, the, 
the whole also the the, ending is fantastic. The, the the villain gets blown up like the shark in Jaws at the end. Yeah, <laughs> he does by the it? shark gun. So yeah, by a shark gun. Yeah. What are you giving it, Duncan? I gave it a nine. I loved it. Oh. 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 Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> great, great, okay, great. So, in total, we're looking at 44, 54, 63, 93, 97. That's pretty high. Not the highest. But it's still pretty high. Next up, then, what's the next film? The Man with the Golden, Golden gun. gun. Okay, let's start by saying that the theme tune's shite. It's fucking awful. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awful, The Man with the Golden Gun theme tune. It's, yeah, it's not the best. I'll it? tell you what, give Tom five seconds. And he will come up with a better theme tune to The Man with the Golden Gun. I love the theme the tune to The Man with, with the Golden, golden Gun. Gun. I mean, it's pretty similar, to be fair. But yeah. It no, it's not. I think this is a terrible theme tune. I, I'm not a fan. But the film. Let's talk about the film. James Bond is targeted by the world's most expensive assassin while he attempts to recover sensitive solar cell technology that's being sold to the highest bidder. Which, which, by the way, is called the Solex Agitator, <laughs> which I think is like the shittest name for any MacGuffin it really that is. one of these films has. Really oh my is. God, Bond. The, the solar, solar Agitator. Agitator. The Solar Sailor. Oh, heavens. Yeah, yeah, the Solar Agitator is the yeah. metal version of uh, the Solar Sailor. However, we do get yeah, some more racial insensitivity, um, but we do get Scaramanga back as well. So that's that. That's a thing. So that's that happens. We do, yeah. but it's still. It's, he's one of the. I mean, it's Christopher Lee, and yeah. he's probably you know when he's on on camera, he steals the show. But yeah. he's so underutilized yeah. as a Bond villain. There's no. There's no master plan really here. There's just. It's you know he, he's overcome with his desire to kill Bond, and yeah. that's that's almost kind of him. You know, it starts with the the golden bullet with 007 etched onto mm. it being sent and you know bond being relieved of his mission and then you know even the name of the the bond girl mary goodnight is mm. fucking boring you know it's just it's sadly it was one of those there were some really good components that just weren't particularly well put together not even the best mary in terms of names we'll get to that probably in the next episode but yeah it's <laughs> Is she, is she called Merry Christmas? No, she's just Doctor Christmas, isn't she? She's not Doctor Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas. I thought she was called Merry Christmas. Christmas. She's called Christmas Jones. Christmas, Christmas Jones. Doctor Merry Christmas. <laughs> not even Bond would go that bad. I don't know. I mean, she's only called Christmas to set up the fact that then they get to make the joke. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, different. Um, Always getting socks on Christmas. Yeah. Oh, Scaramanga is a hitman who charges one million dollars per job. One million dollars. Oh. Um, He's uh, he... got a powerful weapon. Yeah, yeah it's fucking awful. Bloody love that song. Uh, he becomes linked to the death of a scientist working on a powerful solar cell, and James Bond is called to investigate. Into investigate, he tracks down Scaramanga. He realizes that he is highly respected by the killer, but will this prove to be an advantage in the final showdown? Well, it does, doesn't it? Because you know he's James Bond. It does. Mm-hmm. Even to the point where he poses as a dummy of himself and you can't actually tell the difference between Roger Moore's dummy and Roger Moore. Yeah, that's that's a big Oh, something wooden it? is rotating around. Oh, no, it's Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> I will be honest. I don't remember a whole lot about this film. 
Oh, this is this is <laughs> yeah, one of the it's... first ones where you see the safari suit and the yeah. ascot. <laughs> and yeah. It's just glorious. <laughs> I mean, like, it's a serious departure from the book, which was set all in the Caribbean. But it, technically, that was also just as. Bond versus Scaramanga mm. in terms of you must take out this assassin because he's actually work. I can't remember in the book. It's like he's working for the KGB probably or something like that. But mm-hmm. he was. It wasn't to solve the world's energy crisis. But I love the concept of hired. Well, government hired gun versus hired gun. The two top smooth suave i just love it like, like oh, the end of the film being good. all in the, it's an island base it's a really good island base mm. and you know like lush boat uh, to get out i mean admittedly it problematic with knickknack yes yeah a little bit <laughs> problematic yeah but this is the film with the the barrel twist so it's an amc hornet yeah did yeah. two like corkscrews um which was fucking amazing um, and it had the AMC Matador, uh, another AMD Matador sedan, which was used by the Bangkok police mm. and also Scaramanga. There was an MGB, which was driven by Mary Goodnight, the Ford Thunderbird, the Mercedes-Benz W115. I mean, me. Rolls-Royce Silver Shadow was in there. And the Toyota, to the, the first, the Toyota Celica GT is very briefly seen mm. um, in the scene with Scaramanga and Nicknack. They get out of it and get into his boat. So it's like literally it pulls up and then they get out. So there's some pretty fucking awesome cars in, yeah. in, in that film. I think elements of it suffered from the number two James film, Bond film, which has generally been problematic. Mm, yeah. Mm. The difficult second film. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Just re-rank this, mother. Oh, yeah, let's gadgets. do it. What kind of gadgets are we dealing with? Uh, not much. There's a golden there's gun. Not, there's not loads in this. He's, yeah. he's even got a watch that doesn't do anything else. Just a watch. Um, yeah. uh, there is uh, the golden gun yeah. uh, and uh, Scaramanga's AMC Matador. The man's got a golden gun. Oh, the golden gun. gun is quite cool. Yeah. Um, Using a pen, which acts as the barrel, screwed into a cigarette lighter, which acts as a firing chamber, a cigarette case. Which acts as a handle and a cufflink, which acts as the trigger. That is quite cool. He's and Scaramanga's Matador changes into a car plane. Yes, it changes into a plane, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah. Yeah. It's got like a glider wing comes out of it, hasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Uh, um, it could only make a 500 meter flight for the film's aerial sequence and was then eventually replaced by a meter long remote controlled model. Hmm. Mm. I love the fact that that is the kind of thing that now we know that it will be the most noticeable thing ever. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Sort of <laughs> yeah. wobbles along. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! They didn't even change the engine noise. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone trying their hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, where are we going with the villain on this one? I mean, it's Scaramanga. But as you yeah. said, it's not Scaramanga at his most Scaramanga. He come, come, Mister Bond. You derive just as much pleasure from killing as I do. Hmm. Uh, yeah. so, I mean, look, he's Scaramanga. He gets a three from me. Yeah, he's getting a three from me as well. Duncan, not the best, not the worst. No. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go four because it's Christopher Lee. Yeah. True. 
Mm. You don't need any other supporting villains when it's just Christopher Lee as the villain. That's a good point. He gets a four from me. That's a good point. Good point. I'm not changing my score, but I think it's a good point. (laughs) Yeah, same. Uh, Names. It's like two. Yeah, it's not a good one for names, is it? Two, I reckon. I mean, good night's quite a good name. Good night, good night, good night, sir. Hmm. But like, I mean, Scaramanga is quite a cool name. Yeah, my name is Francisco Scaramanga. Uh, but uh, yeah, Merry Good Night, Andre Andrea Anders. Yeah, you know, I mean, very very run of the mill. Yeah, a two from me there, Dan. Two from two me. from me, Russ. Two. Okay, Duncan. Um. Yeah. Just a, just a two because of Scaramanga. Cool. Just a, just an eight there then. Not great. Okay. Um, uh, gadgets. It's going to be two again. I mean, they're not. Yeah, it's not two. a gadgety heavy film, is it? No. The gadgets in it are cool though. Golden Gun, Flying Plane, though. The, yeah, said, but ooh. like they're all things that we've seen done. All right. But the cars were really cool. Elsewhere, true. The cars were cool. And the actual thing, the 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 solar laser thing, the Solex, solar sailor, the solar sailor um, is also really quite cool. It is a laser. There is a laser that nearly takes out his balls again, which is great. Happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, like a disproportionate amount. It's a three from me. Oh, okay. So I then, like the cars. The cars are awesome. That's a nine. Theme song. Duncan, what are you giving it? Four, because I fucking love it. So screw it you, the lot of you. I'm giving it a one. I'm giving it it's a two. It's not even the worst Bond theme. One. Okay, so there's seven so far. Yeah. Two. Nine in total. And how much we like the film? It's oh, bottom of the rungs for me. It's uh, well, not mm. bottom, bottom, but it's a four. It's, it's a three from me. I'm going to be a bit harsh on this one. Sorry. I'll seven. go four. Okay, it's eleven. Duncan, love gold man with the gold eight. It's cool. Eight, neck. I like yeah. the film. Man with the golden gun apologist over there. Oh uh, yeah, you're just fucking fucktards. That's all. <laughs> Day seven. I'm sure that's offensive. You'll, you'll be <laughs> ranking Moonraker. A bit high, an octopusy higher than this. I can go lower, and that no. is wrong. <laughs> no, we won't. No, I'm I dipping mean, back into some peak Bond era language. There, we might yeah. have ranked. No, Moonraker got fifty-two. I think not Moonraker. Thunderball got fifty. One of the shit ones got fifty-two. Anyway, um, right. So <laughs> uh, next up, ah, oh, spy who loved me. The spy who loved me. That's also not the theme tune, is it? But um, the spy who loved me. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's exactly it. Yeah. Jamie says, <laughs> "Nobody does it quite as good as you, baby. You're the best." Lang a lang a lang a lang. Lang a lang a lang. Da 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 da. Ba da ba da da da. I mean, the, I, the theme I always do song that until the bit where she goes, "Spy who loved me, yeah. baby, you're the best." Oh, it's so, <laughs> <good>. <laughs> so fucking good. 
Duncan, he loves a man with a golden gun, and yep. nobody loves it half as much. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I know a true Bond fan who who actually does love man with the golden gun. But, you know. Okay, so this yeah, one's cool. loving the man with the golden gun makes you a true Bond fan. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. Wow, the bar to entry is really low these days. <laughs> I know you're in it, so. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, this Ooh. kitty's got some claws. <laughs> uh, uh, good stuff. So good stuff. Keep of, coming. A couple of comments. <laughs> I find it remarkable how little I remember at Bond, despite the fact I've seen it all, seen them all multiple times. That's how <laughs> yeah. I feel as well, Jamie. Yes. Uh, and Paul says, if the spy who loved me doesn't get full marks for the theme, then the world is broken. We'll see. Um, okay, James Bond is back again. His new mission is to find out how a Royal Naval Navy Polaris submarine holding 16 nuclear warheads simply disappeared while on patrol. Bond joins Major Anya Amasova and takes on a web-handed mastermind known as Carl Stromberg, as well as his henchman, Jaws. Stromberg! Uh, Bond must track down the location of the missing submarine before the warheads are fired. I like. Yeah, this it's one. a good, it's a good one. This I like this one. Yeah. It's it's pretty. Uh, uh, this pretty high across the board, really. Is this the one that that starts with the Union Jack? Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, and was brilliantly that whole intro was brilliantly pastiched brilliant. by Alan Partridge. Oh yeah, uh, it is. Which needs to have special mention during this because he just, I mean, it's, it's literally pitch perfect. Bad yeah. bastards with lemon piping. <laughs> <laughs> and also... Where, where do these villains go to get their henchmen outfitted? <laughs> well, <laughs> the sartorial collection. <laughs> this is the spring line of henchmen boiler suits. <laughs> Oh, lemon piping, very nice. Um, also, gadget it's a very I'm... cool moment, that though, isn't it? The yeah. parachute opening. Oh, it's so very cool. cool. I mean, but, look, it's but it also I'm... has Wet Nelly, which I'm painstakingly pointing out here. One of the best Bond yeah. cars. I thought Wet Nelly was the motorbike thing. No, Wet Nelly's the Lotus Esprit that turns into the submarine. Here she is, Wet Nelly. I thought when it was Wet Nelly like a little um jet bike thing yeah it's a jet ski like a jet ski no it's the wet nelly wet nelly a lotus, lotus esprit, esprit S1. That, that converts into a submarine but there is like a little there's the little gyrocopter called little nelly or something mm. i can't I think yeah which is once again problematic yeah it is yeah um little, little nelly the gadgets in this film are great as well so He's got his quartz watch with his. Uh, got a fucking fax machine in it, hasn't it? His label watch. maker. It's like his little label maker that comes <laughs> that gives sends his messages from MI6. He's got a ski pole gun as well. Yeah, that's really cool. Specially designed ski pole that's modified to fire 30.3 caliber uh, rounds from four shot magazine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I've just seen, sort of seen someone, uh, Paul's written Tom pointing out Wet Nelly there with his thumb, which looked really unfortunate from. I'm get, I'm, we'll, we'll see how that ends in a second. Uh, microfilm read from the camera angle. Oh, uh, stun gas cigarette. Then we've got the stuff in the Q branch gadgets, a hovering tea tray. Um, we have a hookah shish pipe that doubles up as a machine gun. Shisha pipe, sorry. Uh, a cement sprayer later used by the uh, Lotus Esprit. And a camel saddle with sword blade that sticks out of the seat. Seat, even. 
also this is probably one of the it's one of the only um corky james bond car toys that actually has pretty good functionality apart from the db5 which obviously it has all the gadgets this one just has this nice little button here which springs out the fins nice. and the, the foils at the back and it's even got the little propellers you know just sort of hiding under there underneath the bit and yeah it does have sadly though these these four pretty pissy little wheels underneath <laughs> which allows you when you folded it in to drive it along the desk but it just doesn't look quite right without mm-hmm. all the, without all the hydrofoils and stuff out um, very cool this has got jaws in it as well it has the the names are actually really good yeah this is a really yeah stromberg is an absolutely amazing villain it name it really is and it's a good it's a good plot as well it's it's all out nuclear war that's what we want from our bond villains yeah is the stakes are high yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean they are high he's not just looking out for himself in this one like the last one well this, no, this is one where you see him actually like operating like like the navy are involved so he's not just like one asshole running around with a gun yeah he's part of something bigger yeah i'm a fan of this one i'm a fan um and, and it's got an amazing like ocean artificial island base for the henchmen and the villain to live in there yeah, is sharks pretty fucking cool People get dropped into the sharks. Mm. Here's the problem I've got. I've watched uh, all three Austin Powers films more recently than I've watched any James Bond films. So sometimes I have to remind myself what's in James Bond and what's in Austin Powers as well. (laughs) Yeah. Watched watched Goldmember again uh, a couple of nights ago. (laughs) Molly, 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 Molly. Yeah. Oh, this is (laughs) awkward. Mini me, move down the bench. It's also okay, got... it's getting crowded in here. Everyone, get out. Not you, not you, Frau. Not you, number two. Not you, henchman over there, arbitrarily twiddling knobs. Not you there, henchman carrying a wrench. <laughs> Stairs at mini me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is awkward. <laughs> I also love the bit in Goldmember where he's stuck in the cell and he like he runs after Austin Powers going, fly, fly, Mr. Powers, smashes open the door <laughs> to, the, to his cell and just goes, fly, fly. Then suddenly the way, walks back through the door, quietly shuts it. I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Any more we want to talk about this film? Anything else? Yeah. Right. It's Rang the first kit. Rang kit. It's the first appearance of General Anatole Gogol, who oh. makes an appearance in all the rest of the Moore films and in Living Daylight. Which is pretty cool because he's kind of like not a villain, hmm. sometimes a villain, sort of, because he's basically he's, Ru- he's Russian, he's KGB or Russian army. So he's yeah. technically the go to bad guy. But at the same time, he's not quite, he's like, nah, a lot of the time. He's quite cool. Yeah. All right, let's rank it then. Let's rank it. Let's right. Rank mother. Um, okay, we'll start with names then. Pretty good names. James Bond is one of them. That's quite a good name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to say name. four. Jaws. I like, I like yeah. Stromberg as the name. And Jaws, come on. That is amazing. As yeah, a henchman's it's very, name. It's very Ronsil, though. Very Ronsil. Yeah. Yeah, but that's fine. I'm all right with that. So oh, I'm going... Um, Jaws. <laughs> Jaws. Jaws. Um, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going four as well. So that's eight, eight so far. Tom? Uh, what are we doing? Names. Names. Uh, yes, so I'm going to give this a four. Okay. Mr. Duncan? 
Uh, yeah, four. Okay, so 16 for names. That's pretty high. Uh, villain? Four again. Yeah. Yep. Great name, great yep. base, great yep. plot. We've got Jaws in this bitch as well. Yep. He's got henchmen with lemon piping tracksuits on. Okay, Duncan? Uh, yeah, four. Okay, solid 16 again. Gadgets? Oh, it's got to be a four. So I'm going to go five. Yeah, yeah, I'm going five. five. This, this has got some absolute classic, iconic Bond gadgets in it, this one. It's got the fucking Lotus submarine. You, you twisted my arm, Russ. He's got the cool well. watch, the parachute jump at the start. I think that counts as a gadget. Do you know what, the, actually? The I'm ski pole this. gun. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah, I'm going to change this to five. I think yeah. you're right, Russ, because out of all of the James Bond cars, like that is probably my favorite of the corgis. Mm. Like the DB5 is brilliant, but that is just so eclectic, like an iconic. It's a it's five, got a little yeah, motor shell, in it. yeah. Duncan, uh, five is the Lotus oh. just for the Lotus alone. It's amazing. Do you right. want a quick, do you want a quick yeah. funny thing about that? It was what they call a wet submarine, so it actually filled with water. So whenever yeah. they were driving it underwater, it was a guy in a frog suit, like proper like scuba suit, having to drive it around. And there was, I think, two more prototypes that were made that were the ones that were able to drive and convert. But then when it did actually convert into the sub, yeah, they had to flood the whole thing because. I'll just say this, Tom. Any submarine I'm in with someone else is a wet submarine. <laughs> Mostly because yeah. I'll, I'll do a wee. I mean, to be fair, I can I can be with you for barely longer than 30 seconds before getting on Gucci. <laughs> I mean, even, even, <laughs> even out of the even out of the water. Yeah. That's Still the fuck bunker was always a wet place. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> wetter than an otter's. There's pocket. just there's just a damp to it. Yeah. Just, it's just uh, the sweat. <laughs> and the the is anyone not going five for the theme song? No, no, it's a brilliant theme song. Brilliant. No, just, oh, just makes me feel happy just thinking about it. it it's yeah. brilliant, it, Duncan. I'm going four. You're giving it four. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. All right, fine then. Four it is. Uh, okay then. How much do we like the film? All right, no, I'll give it a five. It is really good, and I love the Radiohead version. So the Radiohead version is incredible. Yeah, I'll give it a five. Peer right. pressure. Um, what, what? Here's the thing, right? This isn't my favorite Bond film. No, no, no. I just like film. all of those things that we've mentioned in it. But it's got a lot of classic ingredients yeah. in it. Uh, I'm gonna go. It, it is up there for me. I think I'm gonna give it an eight overall. I'm giving it a seven. So, so we're bordering quite high for me. This is actually my fifth favorite Bond film. Um, I, I absolutely love it. I think for me, it's the one where Roger Moore perfectly lived the character out of his mm. run of. Um, he'd made it he'd really made it his own by this point the, the previous yeah. more films he's still a bit more it's got that sort of dark edginess to it that's carried over which didn't yeah, suit him no, no, no I, I do I, I really do feel like this was the one he's, he, he's also not fat and old at this point yeah he this is the one where he made it his own and, and I, I really love it so for me it gets an eight. Oh, Duncan uh gets an eight Oh, okay. This might take the lead. I'm just going to say that. Bum, bum, bum. 56. No, Thanks for filling the gap there because I'm, I'm struggling with maths here. <laughs> Makes me feel sad for the rest. Is that right? Is that the yeah. Rest? Yeah. 
nobody does it half as good as Duncan. <laughs> but Daniel, you're the best. Na, 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 na. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's and it's, Ross too. It's in second place. Mm-hmm. Which is good. probably about right. So I'm fine with that. Well, so far, yeah, I think so. Okay then. Next up. Moonraker. Well, let's get this one uh, with quickly, lads. Yeah. Let me just rank it. <laughs> I mean, we've got some good names here. We've so, got Holly Goodhead, for starters. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Does that qualify as a good tags. name or just a silly name? I, I'm, I mean, <laughs> it's, I mean as, as the Bond franchise goes, I mean, that's one of the... You know, it's the best for bands, if you know what I mean. It's like it's just it's it is it is a good name. I mean, it's probably one of the only areas that the film scores points for me. Okay, I'm going to re- read the storyline according to IMDb here. James Bond is back for another mission, and this time he's blasting off into space. That should be the warning sign there, surely. But there we go. A <laughs> spaceship traveling through space is mysteriously hijacked, and Bond must work quickly to find out who is behind it. He starts with the rocket creators Drax Industries and the man behind the organization Hugo Drax. And on the journey, he ends up meeting Dr. Holly Goodhead, encounters the metal tooth jaws once again. It's also fucking mental because the, <laughs> the Bond villains, the Bond villains plan is using it's orchids, isn't it? He's using orchids that yeah. is like a nerve gas that kills humans but doesn't kill anything else. And his plan is to launch like like their little balls, aren't they? Like something into the atmosphere, which then kill everything <laughs> but then plan. Re- repopulate with the chosen people yeah it's fucking mental i mean it's just like <laughs> moonraker paul says better known as james bond in space yeah, yeah, it, it was known as oh shit star wars has just come out yeah we need to do something like that okay however in terms of gadgets we've got a wrist mounted dart gun we've got so a- I, do, I do like that dart gun the, the, the yeah. sort of the <laughs> thing yeah. that you just that's quite cool but this isn't this also the one where he has a secret camera that has 007 stamped on the front of it <laughs> oh yeah yep we've got a, a spy camera a mini camera imprinted with 007 yeah a spy camera with his fucking name on it basically so basically if anyone picked it up and looked it upside down they would be all right because they'd be like well this obviously belongs For to the someone loo. called loo yeah um, <laughs> Well, someone needs to take it back to the loo. <laughs> like, oh, hang on. <laughs> 007. Um, we've got a safe cracking device. Shows an x-ray of the lock mechanism as well as the combination status. It well, is concealed within a cigarette case. I oh, think it's quite cool, yeah. That's quite clever. That is pretty cool, actually. Um, gondola hovercraft. A gondola equipped with the propeller engine. It can also convert into a hovercraft. We've got a poison pen. Holly Goodhead's pen that contains a needle to inject someone with poison. We've got a notebook dart, Goodhead's notebook that shoots a poison dart as well. So that, that's quite cool. That, that feels me. quite realistically spy-ish. Yeah. We've got a perfume flamethrower, Holly, uh, Holly Goodhead's perfume bottle that shoots flames, transmitter purse, exploding bolus, Mexican machine gun, uh, uh, laser gun. Mexican machine yeah. gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's got freaking lasers in it. Yeah, it's got got a freaking Mexican laser, laser. Yes. Mexican machine gun. Developed by Kia Branch, a mannequin of a Mexican taking a siesta that splits open to reveal an automatic machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Mexican now. I completely, completely forgot about that. When you said Mexican machine gun. In the HR meeting afterwards. Yeah, like Q's, he's coming up with some great stuff, but he just always puts them in something super racist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a very tired Mexican machine gun. Yes, yes. What could be be more conspicuous? It's just a... A very stereotypically dressed Mexican man having a siesta. Oh my god! Uh, we've got laser guns. We've got the uh, psycho psycho wristwatch as well. It contains a remote detonator, explosive charge, and fuse inside the back compartment. Gadgets wise, mm-hmm. it's fucking loaded. Here's the thing: I could not tell you who sang the theme tune for this one. No, uh, I could, do you know? What? I actually couldn't tell Shirley you. Bassey. What's... It was Shirley Bassey, wasn't it? it I can't even remember what the music is for this one. Moonraker. Oh, it's... Yeah. <laughs> No, it's a lot more ones are all ballads. Yeah, there we go. They are all ballads, so it's not that dissimilar to Spy Who Loves Me or, uh, well, nobody does it better. Uh, Moonraker is. It's just. uh, Even Shirley Bassey can't save it. James Bond's on the moon. It wasn't. So, according to this. Bassey's third Bond theme had previously been offered to numerous stars, including Frank Sinatra, Johnny Mathis, and Kate Bush. That's the one I want to hear. Like if Kate yeah. Bush sings anything, oh. a fucking someone who should yeah. definitely have done a Bond thing. Yeah, it was recorded at very short notice, and for the re- that reason, Bassey is never considered to be her own song. Uh, performing it far less frequently than the other two Bond films. Uh, song also, I mean, it's not as good as the other so two. So, yeah. If it was Johnny Mathis, do you think that his Bond theme is what became A Star Is Born? <laughs> 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 no, just no. Uh, can you imagine Kate Bush doing a fucking mental Bond thing, though? That sounds amazing. James so. Bond! <laughs> it took me a bad new one to bed now. Moon record! <laughs> right, rank it, rank it, rank, rank it. it. Okay. Um, where's the, where is this film? Um, okay, so we have names. We've got Holly Goodhead. It's going to get a high score from me. It's going to get a four from me for names. I'm gonna go three. I quite like Hugo Drax as a, yeah, a baddie's name. Well, yeah, three as well from Tom Duncan. Uh, four. Good head, Drax and Jaws. Yep. Yeah, it's Jaws, Jaws in space. I always forget that. As well. Jaws is a redo though. Like yeah. Jaws has already got his points for having a cool name. Yeah, and this isn't the better Jaws film, is it? Let's be honest. So no, isn't this um, one where he goes off with his girlfriend at the end? Yeah. Yeah. They're both it's in the weird. space station. Hmm. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Um, okay. Um, villain. So I'm going to go two. Yeah. So I feel like this is one where the villain listens to my feedback about us wanting a big bond villainy plot, but just went too far by going into space with it. Don't go into space with it. No. Three. Cause he was actually kind of like quite spooky. Cool. Tom. Uh, two for me. Okay, that's a nine then in total. Uh, gadgets. Kind of reluctantly, but four. Because yeah. there is actually some good stuff in there. Four from me as well. Three, because I can't remember. Take out the racist dummies that they're hitting in. Yeah, I mean, it loses. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's losing a, three, a point from me. <laughs> it's, it's a three for me. It's a three for me. Yeah, it's a three for me. I really like the wrist, the wrist, um, the wrist, the dark gun on the wrist. That's cool. I actually He's thought got that loads was from of gadgets, film. but this is gadgets and cars, and I don't remember the cars that much. So it gets a three. Yeah, the three is even this. The only car in it is um, cars in this. Is what's his face? Is Tesla? 
that's uh, floating so, around there. Uh, <laughs> you can see, see it floating through the window, yeah. You've got the AMC Concorde, Jeep Wagoneer, Chevrolet, Varaneo, the Rolls-Royce Silver Shadow, long wheelbase. Yeah, as I say, I don't remember it. And so. the MP Lafer Cabriolet. <laughs> okay, is, 13 yeah, in total then. Theme song. One is Pants. Yeah, it's fucking... I, I'm, I'm going to have to give it a one. I barely yeah. even remember it. It's yeah. a one. A one oh, from me, Bob. Good Lord, that's a low score. And film. <clears throat> Four. Two. It's two from me as well. This film is awful. Three, I, actually. I think, I think Duncan's probably about right on three. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's 10 in total. Uh, 24, 28, 38. <laughs> um, that can't be right. <laughs> yeah, very, very drunk. Uh, 24. So we've still got three more films to go and 40, two three, Dalton 46. films to go. Let's, let's rock it through these then, shall we? Uh, that is now in last place. Quite right. So that, yeah. Interesting, but there are still worse Bond films to come. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, okay, so we have For Your Eyes Only. Which ends nicely yeah. with with, uh, with the Bond girl saying, For Your Eyes Only, darling, which I always thought was quite oh, sweet. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't earn it. Enough points. After disposing of a familiar-looking face, Bond is sent to recover a communication device known as ATTAC, uh, which went down with a British spy ship as it sunk. Bond must hurry... Yeah, that's a really cool opening, that. Yeah. Bond must hurry, though, as the Russians are also out for the device. On his travels, he encounters Melina Havlock, whose parents were brutally murdered. That's what it says there. Uh, Bond also encounters Aristotle Christatos and Milos Colombo. Uh, each of them are accusing the other of having links with the Russians. Bond must team up with Melina to solve who the true ally is and find the attack before it's too late. Which actually, I think, as a plot goes, even to like this day, it. is still quite good, yeah. actually, because it feels a bit more grounded in reality after Moonraker. <laughs> you know? So it kind of redeemed itself, I think, in most people's eyes. Mm. I think people thought that Moonraker had gone a bit mental. Uh, but this this is, I mean, this is quite low key overall, wasn't it? Mm. By, by Bond film standards, very yeah. and and a lot of um, it drives a two CV. Yeah, the critics say it was a very, um, a very understated Bond film, an understated and underrated. Um, mm. Which, uh, yeah, I, I like it. I mean, it's in it's in my top ten at ten. Let's put it that way. It, I, I, the bit where he drops Blofeld down a chimney. That's just entertainment, my it's friend. It's silly. Yes. He's at his wife's grave, gets kidnapped by Blofeld, climbs around the outside of a helicopter, and then picks up Blofeld on the helicopter's skis and drops him down a chimney. It's so silly. It is quite silly. But it's it's also... I don't quite know. Quite amusing. It. Yeah. <laughs> out of what I referred to as an understated film. <laughs> 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 but you know what I mean? It, it, that that bit doesn't feel like it fits with the tone of the rest of this movie. It doesn't. I get the feeling that maybe they realised that they needed to lighten up in times in this film. Not that it's sorry. not light, but yeah. So, sorry for everyone on the stream who just had to watch me wipe my nose. <laughs> I didn't though, so that's good. That's I was good. looking away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of gadgets. We have the arm cast developed by Q Branch, but not used in the field. This would look like an ordinary cast on a broken arm, except that it can be used on an assailant coming from the back of springing out and bashing the perpetrator. It's an assailant. This, this was in the, the phase of the movies where they had the they always had the little walk and talk through Q's yeah. labs with loads of like 
bits of funny Pay business going on in the background. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, spiked umbrella, also developed by Q Branch, but not used in field. This normal looking umbrella would have hooked spikes come out of the edges, uh, close on the victim's neck when rain pours on the top. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, like, you put the umbrella and it would. Yeah. Okay. I remember now. Uh, Identograph, a computer system used to assemble a phantom photo of a person by selecting characteristics from a variety of lists, including hair color, hairstyle, nose form, style of eyeglasses, etc. So, that, then- that thing's quite cool. That's like predicting the sort of the AI. Um, kind of deep dream face building technology that exists today. Um, so, uh, Seiko re- wristwatch as well receives digital messages readouts, contains a two way radio transmitter for voice communications. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, wise. No, 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 the red lotus is free. It does. Mm-hmm. It has the, the bronze one, this one right here with the skis on the back. But you know what? I actually quite like the Citroen 2CV in it. <laughs> it's yeah. a great bit. I've, um, I found one of those. I found a Citroen 2CV Corgi, um, which, uh, yeah, just waiting for it to come down slightly mm. in price. Very pricey. Um, it had the Ford console, uh, the Lotus Esprit Turbo, and there's actually two of them. There's the white model, which gets destroyed, and then there's the bronze one he drives around in at the um, ski resort, uh, which a lot of people thought they were British lotuses in the, in the film but actually they turns out i'm just reading this bit here turns out they were actually specially made for the film both the both the lotus were actually specially commissioned to be in that film um, which is pretty cool and the bronze one is actually on display in a museum somewhere in florida i think mm-hmm. mm. um, it's also quite a nice model it's also even got the skis on the top of it mm-hmm. it's quite cool with the with the right brand names on many- and everything how many Bond films in the Roger Moore era at some point end up at a ski resort? Well, you know, uh, I don't know. I, uh, or it involves skiing in some way, shape or form. Or a mountain. Or yeah. snow. Yeah. <laughs> or heroin. Or heroin, yeah. <laughs> I think we've discovered Lots. what Roger Moore demanded in his contract, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, for me, this, this film just doesn't stand out. That might be a bit of a Oh, quite a nice twist. Okay, I think a lot of the eighties Bond films ended up in ski. Yeah, late last seventies and the eighties end up in ski resorts. Mm. Just the Bond films themselves. Yeah. Should we do some ranking? Mm. Go for it. Get our um, on. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, villain. Who is the villain on this? I like. I'm, I can't really remember. Uh, it is a mixture of them. Yeah. It's Christos, Christos Chris... and Columbo, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, but Columbo is not the no. villain. It's Christos that is actually the yeah. villain. Yeah, I, I don't. I, it, it quite. It's just like a guy. I do like the fact that there is actually a Kriegler in this, though. I'm going Kriegler. To... Yeah, like in Archer. But yeah. Yeah, Mr. Dr. Krieger. Yeah, Krieger, isn't it, in Archer, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. and his name is actually Doctor. Doctor. He's not, he's <laughs> yeah. not a doctor. He doctor. is actually Mr. Dr. Krieger. <laughs> um, um, it's two, it's it's a two, a two for me. me. Two for oh. me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, serious about that I need to watch. Locke Lock is quite a good villain because mm. he's the assassin. Yeah. And he's just cold. And Krieger is really hard to beat. Yeah. But yeah, there's no clear overarching nemesis. No. So what are you giving it then, Duncan? Two. Two. Okay, then. Um, names. It's, it's, I might actually get a four. It's a three. It's a three from me as well. 
So we're on 15. Uh, sorry, that's not true at all. I gave it a three, didn't I? <laughs> you gave it a three and Duncan gave it a four. Yeah, so we're on 10 then. Duncan, Russ, even? Uh, uh, three for Karis' names, I think. Okay, cool. So it gets 13. Uh, gadgets? A three again. Yeah. Yeah, three. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's kind of middle of the road this one, isn't it? It really is, yeah. It is, yeah. Out of twenty four films, it's somewhere in the middle. Yep. Duncan, three films. Mm-hmm. Three. Okay. Uh, theme song. It's a two from me. It's a disappointing theme song. Three. Yeah. It's a good song. It's just not terribly um, fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a three. From uh, three. Okay. It's eleven then. And how much do we like the film? A five overall. Yeah, five as well. I was going to go five. Firmly in the middle. So I, I like the film. So it's getting a, it's getting a seven from me. Cool. And Duncan? it's getting a seven. I really like the ending. It's really cool. The climbing is awesome. The ski bits are awesome. And the chasing the two CV is hilarious. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really good. What a great little car to have in a Bond film as well. I mean, was it a two-stroke engine at most? <laughs> it's got the same score as about four different um films so far right uh moving on then we're on to octopussy oh, fuck off. <laughs> a highly disappointing film it is not something good, to do with Fabergé. i just remember Fabergé eggs oh, and God, the little yeah. octopus in a tank james bond's next mission sends into the circus a british agent was murdered found holding on to a priceless Fabergé egg. Kamal Khan must buys the egg at an auction, but Bond becomes suspicious when Khan meets up with the Russian General Orlov. Bond soon finds out that Khan's and Orlov's plans is to blow up a nuclear device on US Air Force Base. Bond teams up with a circus group, which are headed by the beautiful Octopussy, who is also close friends of Khan. I mean, even I was getting bored even reading that. that uh, Khan! Yeah, yeah. I wish it was that film. Um... I mean, the names, they're entertaining at least. Octopussy is anyway. So Yeah, it's, it's very strange. It's, it's, a, it's a weird one, this, because Octopussy was a short story mm. in, one of, in one of the compendium books that uh, Fleming wrote, which actually was in the same book as, I believe, the original short story Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Um, and is a total departure from that short story. Um. So in terms of gadgets, we've got loaded backgammon dice used by Khan to ensure a victory every time. Bond then uses yeah. the dice against Khan, breaking his winning streak. Yeah. Q's rope. Q attempts to recreate the Indian rope trick. Rope. <clears throat> Q's rope. Yep, Q's rope. Uh, door with spikes. <laughs> Smith's with Q branches a spike door that smashes whoever uses its knocker. Homing device, a bug installed by Q in the Fabergé egg. Mont Blanc fountain pen contains a mixture of nitric and hydrochloric acid to dissolve metals. The top is an earpiece, earpiece even, listening device that works with Bond's wristwatch and the, the homing device and the eggs. Psycho wristwatch, Psycho wristwatch again, uh, contains a homing device and liquid crystal TV that works with Q Branch's surveillance camera. Yo-yo saw, a rotating circular saw blade attached to a string. This sounds really dangerous, so that it could be used in the same manner as a conventional yo-yo. Yeah. Uh, fake crocodile, a crocodile-shaped submersible used by Bond to enter Octopussy's Island. I, I mean, that's that. quite good. Hmm. <clears throat> uh, 
Yeah, like I think the the, the silence here is is speaking volumes. If I'm honest with you, it's, it's just not one that I particularly enjoy. It's very silly. It's very confusing. It's got too many clowns in it. Yeah. Yeah, and I Roger mean, Moore with the awful clown makeup as well. Oh, yeah. Good. yeah. yeah. It's, one of, it's one of the rare films that actually has a, a fellow 00 agent in it, although that 00 agent is killed. I think it's 009 is but, killed yeah. in it. That's what they used to be there for, though, wasn't it? The 00 yeah. agents. They used to be, they were story MacGuffins in, the, yeah. in themselves. Um, car wise, Alfa Romeo GTV6, that's pretty cool. BMW 518i, that's pretty cool. The Austin FX4, the Range Rover Classic Convertible, very cool. Uh, Mercedes-Benz 600, Mercedes 250SE, uh, and the Rolls-Royce Phantom 3, which was Khan's car. So there's some there's some nice cars, but it's just I I just feel the the film itself is so silly that it it just it is a bit of a, a tired backdrop. I'm not a fan. Should no, we get some scores? Let's get some scores. It's going to be low. Okay, um, be low. villain, forgettable. Two. two, two, quite quite bland and forgettable. Yeah. yeah. One. Oh my god. Um, names. It's a one from me, Bob. One. They're, they're either not memorable or just stupid. Okay, so one. It's getting a three from me because I think Octopus is is funny and, and I, I I'm a child. So. All right, two then from me <laughs> because yes, yeah, but it's never going to be as funny as Pussy Galore. Oh my god! No, you're right. I'm knocking knocking it down one two then. So two two, one one. Can't do. Um, um, Gadgets—they all pretty shit. Yeah, although the although Q's rope gets gets a bonus point from me, so it's it's two. <laughs> it's a two from me as well. Uh, yeah, I'll go two. Mm-hmm. Duncan. I mean, when you list out the cars and the pen, the acid pen was quite cool. Uh, through two okay um theme tune one yeah i quite like it you just i'm gonna go three okay it's a a fucking game show it is yeah okay (laughs) Um, dallas film score not the actual score to the film but what we're giving the film one oh uh, four there were bits of it like I didn't mind the circus bit escaping and the knife throwers were really cool and I love the octopus okay so eating someone's face it's very low for me it's going to get a three okay so that's you say a one Russ yeah okay get a yeah I, I just don't three. like this one seven one two three four there we go so it gets ten in total okay um so that ends up on 22, 30, 37. We have a new worst Bond film. Mm. But there um, are still worse ones to come. <laughs> it's sad that we keep saying that. Right, we're skipping Never Say Never Again. We're on to View to a Kill. Which has got such a great premise, like proper 80s. Oh, my God, it's so 80s. 80s villains. Yeah. Like it's eighty, it's nineteen eighty-five. People, this is yeah. this is G two, baby. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, it's like, I mean, it is. It it, yeah. it had fucking Christopher Walken in it, man. It had fucking Grace, Grace Jones, Jones in it. Yeah. 
like you know there there was some really you know when you when i saw the trailers and stuff like that i watched them on youtube but i you just think this is gonna be a good film yeah and then you see how old roger moore is by this point and you're like fuck me this is creepy as hell Got a like, zimmer frame with a electromagnet in it it's so yeah, creepy it almost felt like they wanted a younger james bond by this point to go with all the young actors they've got surrounding him a lot of a lot of skiing in this one again wasn't there yes yes a lot of skiing it's because they could they could they could quite easily put him on skis and then push him gently (laughs) and he would be all right (laughs) the hip injuries were going to be fine the thing i mean i think the thing is that actually by that point they wanted dalton to be bond and unfortunately he was he was tied up with um commitments on whatever tv series he was doing at the time i can't remember what it was but yeah, so basically, if he had been free, we would have potentially got Dalton in that film. It, for um, me, it feels like a Dalton film as well. It is, yeah, it yeah. is. I, you know, Grace Jones is really good in it. Like she's, um, she's, she's a force of nature. Oh, like, and as May Day, she's mm. she's brilliant and wonderful, and she does kind of turn against Max Zorin, um, you know, at the end, and and you know becomes the the femme fatale. Um, but you know, it's just. It's just a shame, really. Mm. It's, ro- it's a shame it's Roger Moore because Chris- because Christopher Walken just... Yeah, I feel like this whole movie would have been yeah. a better movie. Kills it. Oh, it's got a blimp. <laughs> it's got a fucking <laughs> awesome... Yeah. I think, I think we can probably leap straight into a ranking, right? Uh, yeah. Unless you want to skip through the it's, gadgets quickly. Gadgets. It's a- Snooper the robotic dog. Uh, one of Q Branch's surveillance inventions. Electric shaver, bug detector, polarising sunglasses allow the, they allow the ability seeing seen clearly through tinted glass okay isn't that sunglasses whatever uh ring camera contains a miniature camera checkbook reader use ultraviolet light to read previously written material by picking up the indentation of the pen marks so credit, credit card lock pick and zoran's walking stick contains an rc steroid ejector used to improve the performance of his racing course during a race also contains various controls for his racetrack and various other materials that is a state uh, Paul says his run was really camp, apparently. Oh, it was very camp. Yeah, yeah. it was. It's also got an iceberg yeah. disguised. Both. Oh, my God, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Car-wise, okay. looking yeah. pretty good, though. Jeep Cherokee, Ford Bronco, Ford hmm. Limited, the Chevrolet Corvette, the Cadillac Fleetwood, Rolls-Royce Silver Cloud, the Dodge Diplomat, hmm. badass, uh, and Renault 11 and the Renault Fuego. <laughs> How uh, how 80s is the description as well? James Bond has one more mission. Oh, no, sorry. Hang on. I'm looking at a view to a kill. Oh, no. Yeah, we are on view to a kill. Yep. <laughs> uh, Bond returns from his travels in the USSR with a computer chip. This chip is capable of withstanding a nuclear electromagnetic pulse that would otherwise destroy a normal chip. The chip is created by Zorin Industries and Bond heads off to investigate its owner, Max Zorin. Zorin may only seek like an... In- seem like an innocent man but is really planning to set off an earthquake in san andreas which will wipe out all of silicon valley as well as zorin bond as well as zorin bond must also tackle mayday and equally menacing companions of zorin while dragging stacy sutton along for the ride that is the most 80s plot to a film isn't it hey they're mm. going to destroy silicon valley before they can produce all those microchips it's got the word microchip in it about 10 yeah. times exactly yeah uh should we get some scores then let's get some scores <laughs> That's why he didn't. Apparently, that's why Moore didn't run on films. He thought his run was camp. That's probably why they put him on skis so often. Then, yeah. Well, no, and also the very oldness of him by that point. He was very old by that point. Very old. 
Um, should we get some uh, names then? Let's start with names this time. He was so old. The yeah. bit where Mayday goes in to have sex with him, he's literally lying on the bed because he can't move. He's can you, can you imagine what Grace Jones would have... She would have broken him in half. She literally she basically him. did in the film. She throws him around. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. Um, it's, it's like is, it, it's, is this the one where he throws a jar of his piss in someone's face? <laughs> If it is, then it does get a bonus point. What is it? That one where he's at, like, um, he's at, like, he gets ordered to a, a health retreat, doesn't he? And some assassin comes in. <laughs> Just throw it this one, Maybe it's not this one. <laughs> that, he, get, uh, he gets yeah. put on. He gets put on that um, that machine that stretches you. That for some reason has an option that goes up so high it will rip your spine out. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Set it to high, not too high, mind. Don't don't set it to death. We don't really know why that's even one of the options, but apparently it is. Apparently every time you see Bond running in these films, it was a body double. <laughs> Maybe that is the skiing then. Yeah. They ever had to get him from point A to point B slightly quicker than walking. Exactly. Pop him on some skis and slide him along. Give me a push. <laughs> I like the fact that he clearly hadn't had enough by the time he did Cannonball Run, where he take, played a piss take of himself. Yeah. Anyway, or he yeah. could just walk, 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 walk. <laughs> Somebody's following them. He, he even in Cannibal Run, he's even just Roger Moore as well. Because when he introduced, I remember him introducing himself in that film, Moore, Roger Moore, and it's like, good lord, oh, right? He did, the thing, he did the thing. Yeah. Um, should we should we get some scores then? Okay, so names, it's getting a two from me. It's not that great for names, really. Max Zorin and Mayday. Uh, yeah, I really like it. I'm giving it three. It's three for me. I, I said what I said. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I, it gets a four from me. Oh I like Max Zorin. Okay. So it's 12 in total then. Uh, villain. I like. I mean, yeah, I like the villains in this. Four for me. Uh, it's yeah, great. It's four from great me. overall villaininess. Mm -hmm. He's in a fucking blimp. Mm -hmm. Standing on the Golden Gate Bridge. It's all good stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I, think, I think Russ is right for four. Okay, 12... Four. Four as well, 16. Blooming it. Good for villains. Uh, gadgets. <laughs> two. It's, two. It's not yeah. super gadgety, is it? Nope. Two from me as well. Yeah, but it's got some all right cars. Um, that gives it, uh, I don't know, mediocre. Yeah, all right, two. Okay, eight in total. Yeah, you know. Theme the tune, however. Five, motherfuckers. This is, a, this is a cracking song. It's getting a five from me as well. It's, it's getting a five. I really want to give it six just for the bit at the end of the music video where Simon Le Bon turns around and goes, Le Bon, Simon Le Bon. Like, who has the fucking balls to do that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, but it's so it, it gets a few just for the, the yeah. 80s drum sounds on it. It's so fucking it's it's such a drum machine. It's how a Bond theme should be. Yeah. Like, basically, bands do the best Bonds themes absolutely really? it's brilliant i'm giving it three <laughs> uh russ the music five fucking brilliant it's 18 then okay and Emily how much would like me if i don't give it a five so five film overall three wow that's low. it's got some really great bits but it feels like it's all potential and no actual execution I whacked it up a little bit for the potential so i'm giving it a five Mm -hmm. uh, it's a two from me, Bob. Oh my god, Duncan! Seven. I loved it. Oh, there you go. Cool, nice one. Don't be ashamed to love it's it, great. Duncan. You do, you buddy. Um, 
Okay, so the five, forty-three. That's all the uh, more films. Fifty-nine, sixty-one. Right, seventy-one. That's not bad. I reckon we we blitz through Timothy Dalton. There's only two, isn't there? So it's a bit of a shame to blitz through him, actually. But I I think we probably need to sort of move on, don't we? Yeah. Now, yeah. Um, because yeah. then then we'll just then the final part will be Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig. Yes. Okay. okay. Right. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. We don't have to. We can. We can. We can save Timothy Dalton to next week. Uh, I think. I think actually, we need to start the next episode with Brosnan. So yeah. I think Timothy Dalton is a is a good way to go. Let's do it. Let's right. Do it. Living Daylights. Here we go then. What a film! I love this film. James Bond's 007 mission is its first. Is its first organized the deflect defection of a top Soviet general. Good, I'll try reading that again. James Bond 007's mission is to firstly organise the defection of a top Soviet general. When the general is recaptured, Bond heads off to find why an ally of General Kolskov was sent to murder him. Bond's mission continues to take him to Afghanistan, where he must confront an arms dealer known as Brad Whitaker. Everything eventually reveals itself to Bond. It is one of the last great Cold War Bond films. Ah, yeah. Um, And it's... Yeah, I just, I, it is one of my favourites. You know, it ranks for me just outside the top ten, literally just outside the top ten. Mm. Um, I think Dalton is a criminally underrated Bond. I agree. Um, very dark, very gritty, and actually, there's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot to be said for the new Craig films being heavily inspired by Dalton's take. I mean, Craig himself even mm. said that Dalton was a was a key um, a key inspiration for him. You know, as a, you know, he was a far more tortured bond you know one that you could actually see weary of his role mm. by that point you know as it's also as- eerily kind of relevant even today because it is in afghanistan where it is various different political bodies um supporting the maharaji the well they're meant to be uh freedom fighters or something and it's uh yeah it's uh quite well i think it's quite it, for the time it was like oh that's politically sensitive the russians supporting that and then even mm. now it's like the russians supporting one lot everyone else supporting others and then the corrupt former american general i love this film like there's no doubt i am that's biased brutal. because it was the first vhs i bought I love it to bits. I can still quote good bits of it where it goes uh, at the at the end of the opening bit because it's filmed in Gibraltar. It is gritty where they're doing paint guns and he goes, "Oi, you're dead!" And then then someone comes out with a real gun and he lands on the boat and he goes, "I'll report back in an hour." And she gets out the champagne. And he goes, "Better make that too." <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fucking top for cars as well. Yeah. Top. But so this has got the V8 in it, hasn't it? This is the v- the winterized V8 Volante. Uh, it's got the Audi 200 Quattro, 200 Quattro Avant. It's got the Vaz 2106. It's got the Vaz 2105. The Rover 800. Rover 800, boys. Uh, GMC Vandora Ambulance, which is very cool. Land Rover Series 3, driven by the British SAS. Uh, Range Rover Classic. Land Rover Series 3 Armoured, which was um, driven by the Red Army soldiers. Uh, Mercedes-Benz W114 and the Zill 41047. 
fuck me. I mean, what a lineup of cars. That is mm. that is top quality. That alone pushes the gadgets up to four. So the, the, the gadgets also is the key ring, yeah. which is both a key is very cool. And um a nerve gas. Yeah. And it's like We've got a boombox that can fire rockets as well, cigarette case yeah. binoculars, rake metal detector, revolving sofa, Q branch is testing a sofa that swallows whoever sits on it, uh, as demonstrated by one of its assistants, milk bottle hand grenades as well. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, those that, were that, cool. hilarious. Good yeah. villains as well, actually, when Great you think villains, about yeah. it. Like the really imposing blonde-haired, blue-eyed uh, meathead who Bond has that epic struggle with in the back of a Hercules, I think it is, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, mm. he cuts his shoes, boots, and he falls out of the air. Yeah, good knowledge. Yeah, that's it. Fucking brilliant. And the machine gun at the end is ace. It's like, haha, your Walter PPK won't get through uh, this arm, like armor placing. And also the vehicle, cello case. We have yeah. nothing to declare Throws except the cello. Yeah. <laughs> Super cool. Right. Oh, and also he does the ride through the gas lines, the gas pipes. Goes, oh, the, the, gets it's the Trans-Siberia pipeline, isn't it? In oh, the little yeah. rocket thing that goes through it. That's really cool. All Which right, is then. homaged in uh, the one with what's-her-face in it. The world is not enough. The world is not enough. The world is not enough. I wish that was the theme tune. Yeah. So um, should we this mother bitch? Okay, yeah. Uh, names. Uh, well, probably quite down to earth. Yeah. Uh, you know, General Koskov, Kara Milleboy, Saunders, General Pushkin. Yeah. It's all quite real. Like, it's actual human names that humans might have. Yeah. Mm. So, in terms of Bond films, it's probably low. Yeah, it's um, getting low for me. Yeah, so well. it's a two for, a two for. Two for me? Yeah, I'm going to go two for the actual names. Um, I'm going three. Oh, got okay. I like Georgi Koskov is great, and Weirka is very American. And then you've got Gogol again. Yay! Like him. Yay. So it's um, getting and Afghanistan. Yeah, Sorry. it's getting four for for me for villains. John Rhys Davis is in this, isn't he? Yeah. Villains. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Four. villains. Yeah, four. Yeah, four. Yeah. Four. Yeah, I'm gonna go four. Yeah, four. Four. Four fours all round. Uh, gadgets five, yeah, it's a yeah, five it's from five me, for me as well. Yeah, he, I'm gonna go who four. didn't want that key ring? Yeah, so cool. Now, we haven't even discussed the theme tune, which is another banger, but mm-hmm. it's not, yeah, it does, it's a banger. It's not quite, it's not quite for you to a kill for me. So it's right, I don't care me. what you're gonna say, I'm saying five, I love it. It's I, great, it's, it is great. <laughs> it's the best, our half song as well <laughs> for, for me it tops at what four. <laughs> it's yeah it's, it's, it's not it's not better than take on me i'm sorry no it's a great song though yeah that was getting a fight and the, the, what's the sun always shines on the radio as well that's another good one as well is that was that there yeah anyway um sorry so he's getting five from you four from tom four from me russ four. Okay, so that's 12, 17. And how much do we like this film? 10. Whoa! Fucking love the it. Big guns. I mean, it's getting an eight from me. I like it, but not, not 10 like it. It gets, a, it gets a seven from me. Yeah. Very, very strong seven, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> Journalist? Uh, I had this at seven as well. Yeah. 
It's okay, 25, This is all just childhood. It is one, one of my favourites growing up. So, yeah, there is that. the VHS is so. No, part, part of this very much is depending on what IT, which one ITV happened to be showing on the rainy Saturday that you that you were watching them. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, a nice happy floor. days. That's skin news, jumpers for goalposts. Mm, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, um please. okay then. So last one for tonight. Got license a license to, kill. to kilt. Oh dear. It sounds like <clears throat> It's, that's exactly how it sounds like she sings it. I got a license to guilt. Okay, so James Bond is on possibly his most brutal mission yet. Bond's good friend Felix Leiter is left near death by drug baron Franz Sanchez. Bond sets off on the hunt for Sanchez, but not everything is happy. Not everyone is happy. MI6 does not feel Sanchez is the problem and strips Bond of his license to kill, making Bond more dangerous than ever. Bond gains the aid of one of Leiter's friends known as Pam Bouvier, and sneaks his way into the drug factories which Sanchez owns. Will Bond be able to keep his identity secret, or will Sanchez see Bond's true in, true intentions? Can I just be that guy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think. Sorry, I'm going to be that guy. Uh, lowest grossing film in the entire franchise. Um, yeah, really adjusted, yeah, really, really low. But I think I personally think it's criminally underrated. Again, I, it's not. It's not I as like good it. as The Living Daylights, yeah. but it is. For me, I think it really sold the gritty Bond persona, which yeah. again we yeah. now see now really on, is, is very is very much the way that you know Daniel Craig is now like one of the most popular Bonds for doing, and so he's you know badly judged in his time. I think Dalton as Bond, and this film, unfortunately, because it grows so low, that was it. <laughs> Goodbye, Dalton from the Bond suit. He um, this one as well. I remember watching so many Roger Moore, James Bond films when I was a kid. And then I, I remember watching this one. And this one was like one of those ones where I was like, am I allowed to watch this? Mm. Like, dark, wasn't it? Yeah. Real dark. Um, I really like this one. Um, so, so yeah. And I love the idea of Bond's gone rogue as well. So. Yeah, and it yeah. never really worked in in, yeah. in many of the other films. Like, you know, in Die Another yeah. Day, like, go whatever, you know? But in Quantum of Solace, it didn't really work either. Hmm. You know, it just never... It's That whole kind of Bond going rogue thing never really kind of worked again. It worked in this film, but I don't think it worked in any of the others. Hmm. Yeah. Um, cars are quite fun. Um, oh, fuck's sake. It zipped all the way from me. Why is it doing that? Uh, sorry, I don't know what's happened here. I've lost my lost my list. Living daylights, license to kill, Jeep CJ7, Mercury Grand Marquis, Lincoln Mark 7, Cabriolet Caprice, Rolls, Rolls Royce Silver Shadow, Maserati Biturbo, and Dodge Ram. Yeah, there's some fairly nice stuff in there. The, mas- the Maserati is lovely. Mm. Yeah, some some cool gadgets. Exploding alarm clock, guaranteed never to wake up anyone anybody who uses it. It's, this is the one with exploding toothpaste. It is indeed. That's Dent- called Dentonite. like Dent- That's it. I was yeah. going to say boomerite, but that's yeah. not. That's just too silly. <laughs> uh, disguised in ordinary tube of toothpaste, the receiver that picks up the signal from Bond below the explosive is disguised as a pack of cigarettes. Signature camera gun, a camera that can be taken apart and assembled into a sniper rifle. 
laser Polaroid camera. When the flash is used on this camera, it shoots a laser. And broom radio used by Q to communicate with Bond's companions while disguised as a groundsman. (laughs) (laughs) I quite like this film. A Mexican broom (laughs) radar. (laughs) It's got quite a gruesome death ending, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It really does. It's got some a lot of gruesome bits in this one. So, Um, in terms of silly names, not really. Not not a lot. The thing about the Dalton ones is they they probably don't score very highly on things like silly names and gadgets, but they score quite well on being good films. Yeah, Uh, it's getting a two for silly names for me. I mean, I quite, like the fact that, I quite like the fact that one of the name, one of the Bond, uh, the villains that Bond kills is called Ed Killifer. There is that. Uh, okay, <laughs> you bumped it up to three. Yeah. 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 Okay, I've got, I'm, got, I'm going for three. Three. Three for yep. me. Russ? Three. Three. Mm-hmm. Kill, it gets rid of Dario as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, three. Cool. Got a 12 there then. Okay. Uh, how's a boot villain? Quite a cool villain, I think, in this one as well. Yeah, I'm going four for the villain. I'm going three still. Just a but, yeah. bastard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, actually, he really does fuck things up, doesn't he? Yeah, I'm going yeah. four as well. Four. He's, yeah. I mean, not it's five, quite... Four, not five. It's quite real-worldy. He's yeah. a drug baron. Yeah. He's quite of its time as well. Yeah, yeah. four. Okay. okay, so that's 16. Uh, gadgets? Uh, I'm going to say three, I think. Yeah, it's it's getting a three from me as well. Cars are nice, but I do think it gets some points for Dentonite. I think that's yeah, definitely funny. So that's a three. Yeah, three, three. Okay. Um, theme tune. Two. Yeah, it's a two from me as well. Gladys Knight, but it's just it's a shame. Good. I like Gladys Knight, but like this isn't this isn't a great one. Oh, maybe three. I don't know. It's not still getting a two. It's just because it's between two really, really good. And it's just a little bit on the nose as well. Mm. Like it really feels like she's trying to fit in the title of the film into the the chorus of it. So, yeah. And also it sounds like she says kilt. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Two from me. So three from you then, Duncan. Russ. Two. Okay. Tom. What's this for? Theme song. Yeah. Two. Cool. So that's nine. And how much do we like the film? Like a lot. I I, I had this as eight. Wow. I've got. Yeah, seven. I really like this one. Yeah. I've got it at seven. It's a low seven. <laughs> Twenty-one. Uh, okay, thirty-nine then. No, twenty-nine. That can't be right. Seven, 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 twenty-one. Yep, and then eight, twenty-nine. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that gets a twenty-eight. 38, 40, 49, 69. Nice. Uh, 78. Nice. Cool. There we so go. Then. How, cool, cool. How, how does the standing go from go from bottom to top so far? So obviously, bear in mind, this is Connery, Lazenby, yeah. Dalton and more. So bottom from top all the way from the, the very bottom to the very top. Yeah. So uh, currently in last place is uh, Thunderball. Okay. No, that's not right. Ignore me. 
All right, do you know what? This sounds like it might take a while. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's wait until, let's, let's wait until uh, later on when we've ranked all the films and then do the whole thing from top to bottom. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I just don't want you to put you on the pressure of having to do yeah, all the... Yeah, you put me a little bit on the spot. I did, there. yeah. Sorry about that. Um, well, there you go, everyone. I'm going to wrap this up relatively quickly because uh, we've, we've taken a lot of your time, but thank you very much for bearing with us if you're still watching. And also, if you've listened to the podcast all the way to the end, thanks as well. Um, we obviously have been the awesome foursome and those have been the more films and the Dalton films, two very differing eras in the Bond ranks. Now, next episode, we're going to be going through the Brosnan films. I think probably they deserve some conversation on their own. There's, there's a there's a very sliding scale in the Brosnan films. There's a wide then, range there, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. And then I think we're going to do a separate episode for the Craig movies. I figure we're going to try and hammer them all out. Mean, that, but that's like 12, 12 odd films. That's Was a lot of films. Any? I think so. because like, We've got eight left today. Is it eight? Is it, eight? Was it, is only, it eight? only eight? It feels like more than that. It feels like way it more. Like less Die Another 12. Day yeah. feels like five films that I didn't want to Good watch. God, yeah. <laughs> what was it? GoldenEye, Casino Royale, Skyfall, World's Not Enough, Tomorrow Never Dies, Spectre, Quantum of Solace, and Die Another Day. Fuck me, it feels longer. Um, okay, so there's eight films. So yeah, we bashed out eight tonight. So we can bash out, well, how many? Six, seven, eight, six, seven, eight. Yeah, to eight tonight. We'll do eight next time. So it's going to be Brosnan era and the Craig era back to back in the next episode, the final of our three part ranking the Bonds. Is, um, is anyone going to get a chance to go see um, No Time to Die? Okay, so I'm, we'll I'm, rank I'm, the, still, the I'm still not quite comfortable going to the cinema. Hmm. So, so no. we'll, do, we'll do the ones that have been released and that are widely available on DVD. Obviously, uh, those are easy to do. And what we'll do is once we've all seen it, we'll do a special episode devoted to our breakdown of No Time to Die. And we'll add it onto the list, yeah. And we'll add it onto in the a, list. In a year or so, yeah. In a year or so, yeah. you know, because we like to keep current. Um, so with no further ado, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for watching. If you want to interact with us on social media about anything that we've covered tonight, any of your feelings and thoughts and opinions on any of the Bond films, don't forget that our tag on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook is at TMTOOH. Uh, Dan, are there any other pods that people should be aware of that they should listen to right now? Keep it top line, elevator pitch, 30 seconds. There's, there's thousands, yeah. Uh, also, just one last point. Paul reckons, going to posit a theory, he says, when we average out the scores for each Bond actor's films, they won't be in the order of anyone's favourite actor. Possibly not. Very interesting. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to I, think about yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, loads of podcasts. All the podcasts that i've promised that are going to be going up over the last six weeks are now actually going up i've put two of them up so far there will be oh no i've put three of them up including one that was recorded this week which is our critical role campaign two wrap up which was mm. me um uh, uh the man behind touchdown tips himself adam uh, Dan, who is responsible, and I'm going to remind everyone of this every time, for the Thomas the Tank Engine uh, slash fiction. And um, and our friend John, who is going on an adventure in terms of Dungeons & Dragons with us as well. So um, we wrapped up Campaign 2 of Critical Role shortly before Campaign 3 starts. That went up today. Uh, so then on top of which, there is uh, another uh, Marvelling Marvel to go up, which is uh, Shang-Chi and What If Review, review of all of those. Mm -hmm. And then... We're going to do another one this week where we're going to do a mini World Cup. We're going to do World Cup of Horror, horror Icons. So it's currently in process of sorting out. So if you guys have any ideas, hit us up. Uh, other than that, we, there's like a huge backlog of podcasts that are now going up. Uh, and we should be up to date by Friday is the plan. So we, there's about seven podcasts going up this week oh, from that's us. That's amazing. So just just shove them all up. Don't edit them. We're perfect. 
I, I, not, not lying, Rust. That's what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you motherfuckers like going on magic quests with other motherfuckers, you should listen to some of these these motherfuckers podcasts because one of them is about a bunch of motherfuckers going on a magic quest mm-hmm. uh, with some people that we go regularly on a weekly basis. We go with those motherfuckers on magic quests, and that is a good Sam Cardi song, and you should go and listen to it. Tom Cardi, but yeah, you Tom definitely Cardi. should. Yeah, it's so fucking you- brilliant. If you haven't listened to any of Tom Cardi's stuff, like I've stopped listening to other music now when on my journey home and I just listen to him because when I come out of work, I want to be happy. Tom <laughs> Cardi, they'll good. walk if I tell them to. Go and look my for it. Motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that, so I saw that, um, that Ghostbusters one where he just sort of sits down okay. at the synth and just knocks out the best version of the Ghostbusters theme that you've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. he's Brilliant. so good. Yeah. Anyway, with no further ado, that's it. We're going to say goodbye, Russ. Ta-ra. I'm going to say goodbye, Duncan. Goodbye. I'm going to say goodbye, Dan. McLaughlin. Yeah. Dan McLaughlin. It's goodbye from me, Tom. Robert's Tom. <laughs> and on that note, let's cue the music. Nice. <laughs> 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 <laughs>